up welcome everyone to another episode of alan q chronicles my name is alan q and this is my podcast so um shout out to everyone out there um it's been a long day you know it's it's a little late night session that i'm doing um i had a few dms from my last podcast just different little requests One of them was very intriguing for me. It was like, um, they were asking me, hey, Alan, how is it dating in your 30s? You know, the dating scene. Well, it's terrible. (laughs) It's terrible, man. It's so terrible that it's just like, it's not even about options anymore. You know, it's more about like, you know wanting the same thing it's more about like i believe the dating scene right now especially if you're in your 30s i think it's terrible because you get a mixture of people who are playing each other and then you get a mixture of people who are very cocky and what i mean by cocky is for example you know uh i matched with a girl recently on a dating app you know, not to mention dating apps are very overwhelming, but I matched with a girl on a dating app. She seemed like a cute girl, like a nice girl. But man, when I say she was cocky, I think she was like um, a receptionist. I don't know what she did for a living, but she was very into like um, weightlifting and fitness and, um, you know, just her overall health, which is good. But um, this girl, just very brief in conversation, um, very cocky, you know, not to mention height, but like 5'1", 5'2", I think 34, 35 years old, and um, just very cocky. And for me, it's just like no disrespect to ladies out there that are 35, but you're like high risk pregnancy if you want to have kids. You know, and for you to be that cocky, I'm not saying lower your standards, but at least be respectful at a minimum. So anyways, I'm sharing with you guys just an uh, an example of, uh, <clears throat> I guess, an encounter I had with this girl. She was from Long Beach. I think she trained at Metro, whatever, in Long Beach. Very, very, like, cocky vibes I got from her. But regardless, I, I try to give it a try. Um, she followed me on Instagram. I follow her back. Um, I left her my number. I go, Hey, if you want to have a conversation, let's, here's my number. No reply to that. Um, I left that on the app. So I think on the second, we had another conversation on Instagram and I left it again. I go, Hey, if you want to have a conversation, here's my number. No reply. I don't mind if someone doesn't want to talk on the phone yet. I respect that, but say something. 
You know, it's very disrespectful and rude and cocky for you to just kind of leave it on red. So I did what any man of value would do. I just unfollowed her, you know, and um, I mean, why am I going to follow someone who doesn't even have the decency or common courtesy to reply? So I unfollowed her and I, I think I sent her a message. Hey, I try to talk to you. I wish you the best. Um, for the record, you know, ignoring someone for no reason like that is very disrespectful. I'm pretty sure she read it, but you know how you get a notification on your phone and you can choose whether to open it or not. I'm pretty sure that happened. I'm pretty sure she read it because after that, she unfollowed me. But I mean, it's just so um, disrespectful to to not even reply to someone and say, hey, I'm not interested. So for me as a grown man in his 30s. I just respect women that, you know, reply whether they're interested or not. You know, it's just like, it's very basic, to be honest. So this girl being 35, 34, whatever she was, you're acting like that? Oh, my God. I totally can see why you're single. And not only that, man, you're probably going to get knocked up by a fuckboy for sure. You know, all she was worried about was her fitness, her fitness, her fitness. It's like, damn. If your body is all you have to offer, girl, man, you got big problems. You got big problems, man, because people can pay for that, you know? So that's just an example, one example out of a ton that I have as far as dating. You know, there's a lot of women out there that are cocky. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of men out there that are cocky. I, at a minimum, try to be respectful at a minimum. You know, whether I see a connection or not, try to be respectful, you know. But these dating apps, um, I was talking to one of my friends about it recently. They got women or men. Man, they got them feeling like, I don't know, man. They're, um, how should I say, the king or, or queen of England. You know, like, you got these people like... I'm pretty sure, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, and dating apps, you have tons of messages. I get that. But why would you exchange numbers with someone and just kind of ghost them in a way? You know, it doesn't make sense. You know, it just don't exchange numbers or I mean, don't exchange social medias is what I'm saying. And why would you do all that? You know, and it, it, to me, it's just like it's rude, it's cocky. And if you want to know my thoughts as a grown man regarding that little example that I gave, this is a girl and overall to me, I don't want to judge one to 10 or how, whatever, but she's like a four acting like a 10. And if I'm being really honest with you guys, not to be disrespectful, she's really a two because her attitude makes her a two. You know, when you have an ugly attitude like that, that speaks volumes more than your little physical appearance. And I don't know. I wish the best to this girl, man. I mean, this is just one example, you know, but I mean, it's just funny to me, man. Like I, I really go in with an open heart and open mind every time I'm on a dating app, every time I'm on a date, every time I'm kicking it with a girl, I try to have an open mind. Because I'm trying to see the beauty within, you know, maybe I may not be attracted to them that much, you know, physically, but I, they may have a, a great heart. They may have a, a beautiful soul. 
And I try to go in like that. But man, when you have an ugly, just, um, not just attitude, because it wasn't really attitude. When you're so ugly that you just ignore someone's questions or messages, that's like, I just met you. You're already doing that? It's like, oh, man. In my mind, you're ugly. You know, it's like, that's ugly, man. Like, that's too soon to be doing that. I understand if I disrespected you. I understand if maybe I disrespected a friend of yours, but for you to just go someone like that, come on, man. You're 35, man. You're 34. You know, you're a grown woman. You know, I know that a lot of women listen to my podcast. I know that a few men do. Um, you know, when you're in your 30s, man, there's a level of maturity you should have. You know, we all like to be goofy. We all like to fuck around and laugh. <clears throat> but there's a level of maturity you should have. You know, and if you don't have that, I don't know what to say. You know, I don't know what to say, man. If you don't have that level of maturity to respond and be like, hey, I'm not interested anymore. Or, hey, um, I don't feel comfortable talking on the phone just yet. Or, hey, um, you know what? Do you mind if we just keep it on here for now? If you don't have the decency to say stuff like that, then, you know, you're not really... um, you deserve what you what what you attract, you know, you deserve what you get because you know, if if you can't be considerate, you have no business asking for someone to be considerate with you or to respect you or stuff like that, man. It's like I've always been taught that when it comes to respect, it's always about the more you give, the more you get. And that to me was like a simple lesson in life. I learned that as a kid. So if respect is the more you give, the more you get. Then if you give none, you should get none. You know, I mean, shout out to everyone that still show respect when they've been disrespected. That's difficult. So shout out to you guys. But, um... Yeah, when it comes to respect, the more you give, the more you get, you know, and that's the way I live, man. That's the way I live my life. You know, if if there's women or men out there that that don't like me or tell you stuff about me, I can probably put my money, not my life savings, but I can put a huge amount of money down and bet you that these people disrespected me. I can probably put some a few a few thousand down and say, I bet you that this person who hates me or dislikes me disrespected me in some way. Because I don't just have enemies just like that. The few enemies that I have, it's actually I don't want to say it's an honor, but the few enemies that I have, like It makes perfect sense because I have no respect for these people. So imagine someone you don't respect saying they don't like you. 
not only does it mean nothing, it's kind of like an honor. Like, dude, I'm glad you don't like me because I don't want to have anything to do with you. You get me? So I don't know if that makes sense to you guys out there, but, you know, I'm not sure what I'm going to name this episode. Dating, respect. I don't know, you know, but dating in your 30s is a whole nother level. I get a few girls that are younger, 23, 24. It's very flattering, you know, like wanting to get at me. But, you know, we're not in the same level. We're not in the same page. I'm looking to settle down. I'm looking to start a family. I'm looking to have a wife. You know, they're not there, even though some may say that they are. They're really not. And I don't want to judge every younger girl, but that's the way it is usually. And like I said, when I meet girls my age, they're extremely cocky. You know, not all of them, but a lot of the ones that I met, it's kind of unbelievable how how cocky they are and disrespectful. So trust me when I say I dodge the bullet whenever I don't match with these people or whenever these these women show me how they are, how disrespectful and cocky they are. I honestly feel like I dodged a bullet. <clears throat> so me being single in my 30s, I got to say it's not too bad, man. Again, I wish I was married. I wish I had a family. But me being single in my 30s is not too bad. You know, and the reason is, is because I just don't. I'm not entertaining someone that's, you know, taking away my peace. I'm not entertaining someone that that is taking away from my happiness and stuff. So, I mean, you know, I'm not. It's it's not too bad. So, um, sorry, guys, I'm I'm over here checking my my Spotify, but, um, you know, shout out to everyone out there that's listening, you know, that's in your thirties or late twenties and you're single. Hey man, it's not easy. And also shout out to everyone that's married. Hey, if you're married and you love your girl or you loved your girl, or I don't know how to word this, but you at least care about your partner then you know what trust me man it's not the grass is not always greener on the other side you know don't don't kill yourself thinking or worry yourself to death thinking what if because out here there's a lot of people that do not care about your well-being You know, I've been with girls that I'm pretty sure that if I were to die today or tomorrow, wouldn't attend my funeral. You know, and I'm I'm talking about intimate. I've probably been with girls who wouldn't attend my funeral. It was just all fun. It was just party, you know, party, 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 have fun, get drunk or whatever it was. It was just more like a an experience so if you're lucky enough to have someone that loves you believe me when I say you're blessed 
I may not know you, but I know the dating scene out here. So don't be too hard on yourself, you know. I've I met a few of my I met a few. <laughs> I have a few friends that are not happily married. <clears throat> and uh, when I talk to them, I try to tell them, "Hey man, you know, if you're not happily married because you don't love them, that that's different, man. You know, you should get a divorce, you know. Life's too short for that. If you're not happily married because you just have doubts and you're wondering what if or you're just exhausted of being married for so long, you know what? You're just playing with yourself, you know. Your your mind's fucking with you, you know. And you really gotta learn to appreciate what you have. And also, most importantly, you know, you gotta listen to your heart. You know, I'm not giving dating advice here. I'm not trying to give dating advice. I'm trying to give feedback as a single man who knows the dating scene. You know, I may not know how it is to be married. You're absolutely right. But I do know how the dating scene is right now. And I've met many women who have been played, who have been hurt. Um, I don't want to I don't want to diss military men or police officers, but a lot of women that I've met that have been cheated on and hurt and abused verbally and sometimes physically have been with police officers and military men. You know, and that's just my experience, you know, um, I'm not dissing them. I'm not trying to diss them. But I meet a lot of women like that. And I'm like, damn, I feel I end up feeling sorry for them after a date, you know, one date. So, you know, I'm grateful and glad I'm able to say, like, to my knowledge, to my recollection, I haven't verbally abused any woman that I know, you know, so. For me, it's, I mean, it's just sad to hear women share their stories with me of why they're single. You know, so, yeah, the dating scene is, um, in your 30s, is something else. You know, you have, the dating apps is something else, too, <laughs> you know. Dating apps, you have so many options every day. Every day, you got a new batch of options. And um, it's crazy. Maybe that's why, you know, someone feels comfortable to to match with me and exchange their social media and just ghost me. You know, it's kind of weird. Maybe they they found someone better or someone better hit them up or or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? But that shouldn't change like having respect you know that shouldn't change being respectful and being like hey i met someone and not not that you need to explain but at a minimum let me know you're not interested that's it hey you know what i'm not interested i thought i was but i'm not that's way better than ghosting someone that's way better than you know ignoring someone after you already exchanged social medias, after you already had a few conversations, you know, so for me, I put myself in a woman's shoes. If I had a woman that I exchanged numbers with or social media with and she kept messaging me, 
I would straight up tell her like, hey, you know what? I started talking to someone else and I feel a connection or whatever the case may be. I thought we were compatible, but I don't think we are. It takes one simple message for someone to still respect you and be like, okay, thanks. You know? <clears throat> because when you ghost me, for me, you know, I lose all respect for you. You know, I don't know if if men and women listening right now are like me. But me, it's like, why would I respect someone who doesn't have the decency to let me know they're not interested? It doesn't make sense. You know, why Why would I follow you? I wouldn't. Why would I follow your social media? I mean, that's stupid to me. So... You know that so my Instagram is nothing but quotes and I do that for many reasons I like to resonate with the broken I like to resonate with people that are depressed or that are feeling hopeless um, it's not really about me to be honest you know it's really more about ways I've I've I felt in the past or things that resonate with me that may perhaps resonate with you so it's really about just um, resonating with each other. That's what my page is about. If you're feeling it, like the quote that I posted. If you're not, don't like it. Simple as that. So there's a quote that um, I posted recently or a while back. Very simple, very straight to the point. And it says, choose people that choose you. So simple, but so not meaningful, but so true. You know what I mean? So, what should I say? Choose people that choose you. Just so, um, I don't want to say um, effective, you know, but so true, so knowledgeable, so wise. You know, when you choose people that don't choose you, you're doing yourself a huge disservice. You know, you're you're playing yourself. <laughs> you know, I don't mean to say it like that, but you really are. You know? So, you know, never choose someone that doesn't choose you back, man. You know, you're over here just playing yourself. So... Just a few little, you know, inner thoughts that I had that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, <clears throat> it's actually a little past midnight. You know, I call these sessions the quiet storm sessions, you know. They're late night. Quiet storm was like a, a radio station time where they would play like throwback R&B hits and and. Just classic jams, you know. So every time I do a podcast late at night, it reminds me of the quiet storm, you know, radio stations and, you know, just little, you know, little classic jams they used to play back in the day. Sorry, guys, I'm 
I'm about to drink something. Give me a second. So yeah, those are just my two cents on dating. Dating in your 30s is just it's terrible, man. But um I got faith, I got hope. So we'll see what happens. Um Only God knows why I'm still single at this age. I've had um I've had, you know, girls that have Offered me everything, you know, and it just never felt right in my heart. You know, earlier, no, no, at the end of last year, I had someone that had her, she was a homeowner, had her own condo overlooking the ocean, and uh, she was a beautiful person. And she was just telling me, like, basically, all you have to do is move in, and that's it. And although that was very tempting, you know, she was educated. She was in the tech business. Um, I don't know how much she made, but she was very well off. And even though it was very tempting, it just didn't feel right in my heart. There was no chemistry. There was no, um, there was no romantic chemistry. It was more like, uh, having a best friend, you know, and, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to lead anyone on like that, you know, and I know a lot of men that do, you know, I know I used to date a woman that was very codependent. She was a nurse and man, she would be with any guy who just didn't abuse her. Like she came from a very, um, abusive relationship before I started dating her and this is many, many years ago. And I remember I felt bad for her because when I was with her, she was very submissive to me to the point that when if she got paid, she would give me her entire check. And I remember telling her, like, dude, I don't want your money. But that's how submissive she was to her man. And she was a registered nurse. And I never felt right being with someone like that because... It just wasn't right. You know, it was like I just gained another income just like that. But I worried about her because I was like, man, the next guy she gets is going to take full advantage of that. You know, it's going to be like, yeah, baby, give me your check. So sure enough, you know, she just couldn't be single. She always needed to be with a man. And when I broke it off with her sure for sure I mean sure enough she got with someone and I can already see her being taken advantage of you know and I felt really bad for her but hey if she's happy I'm happy for her but I don't really think she's happy to be honest you know I when someone is just taking advantage of, of your income and you know, they don't hit you and that to you is love. It's like, that's not love, you know, but I'm nobody to speak on that. Um, that's just someone that I cared about way back in the day. And 
I'm just thankful I'm not in that position. I'm thankful I'm not with someone just because they're financially stable. I'm thankful I'm not with someone just because they're a doctor or they're a lawyer and they have a career. I'm thankful I'm not with someone just because they offer me another income. I've never in my life, to my knowledge, I've never been like that. And I don't think I'm built like that. You know, some of the best relationships I've ever had are, are people that I loved for who they were. And that means regardless of their profession, that means regardless of how they looked. I think I said this in an episode, you know, when I, I've only been in love twice in my life. And both times, the way I try to figure out if I was in love, because sometimes, so for me, I've been in, so I had a high school sweetheart all through high school. I was with her like five years and then I had another relationship and I was with her three years. And then I had a third relationship where I'm not sure if it was love, to be honest. I think I was just settling and I was with her like another three years. So I've been in like three long term relationships, but I do believe the first two was love, you know, and the way I determined that, <laughs> I'm laughing, man, because the way I determined that was I would just think about having only them. <clears throat> and what I mean by only them, it's like, I would be like, okay, you know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that you know when you know. You know, if you have to question whether you're in love, I don't think, I don't think you're in love. You know, but when you feel like you know, I believe that's when you know you're in love. I know that probably doesn't make sense, but it makes perfect sense to me. You know when you know. But also, I would try to make myself kind of unlove them. I know I'm probably going to trip people out, but I would imagine them maybe with a shaved head or something. Or, or I would imagine them fat or something. And when you love someone, whether they're fat with a shaved head or whatever, you're going to love them regardless. And that's how I've always felt when I would imagine, you know, my first love and my second love. I would imagine them like that and I wouldn't care. You know, I don't care if they were paralyzed in a wheelchair. I wouldn't leave them, you know, and. You know, I'm a kind of person that imagines a lot. I like to imagine. So I would imagine stuff like that. And my feelings for them wouldn't change. So I think that's when, you know. You're in love like <clears throat> when you wouldn't leave them regardless of what happened to their body or to them. You know, I I think that's true love. And sad to say, in this generation, I've talked to women. I've talked to coworkers. And I've said, hey, if your husband were to get paralyzed, like, would you stay with them? Whatever. I've had a coworker tell me no. You know, I, I've talked to a coworker just imagining. I go, hey, if you were to get married with a doctor and he lost his license to practice medicine, would you still stay with him? And I've had a coworker tell me no. So 
I guess when it comes to dating or having a life partner, I guess we're all different, right? There's a lot of marriages out there that you see two best friends together, laughing, joking, pranking each other, and you can tell they love each other. And you can tell they've been through some shit, you know, and they know each other. And then you see other marriages where you can just tell that they're with each other because they need each other as far as income, as far as someone babysitting the kids. They need each other to make life easier for themselves. And I hope and I pray I never have a marriage like that. And if I do, I'm pretty sure I'll I'll apply for a divorce, you know. But, um, yeah, dating, that's just my perspective. You know, I'm I'm a grown man in his 30s, and that's all I can tell you guys as far as my perspective. Anyways, you know, I I can't believe I'm sharing with you guys like my dating experiences, but um, I don't think I'm going too deep. I think I just went little PG-13 on you guys, but maybe in another episode, I'll go rated R, man. Just, you know, I've had some um, not terrible, but some ugly experiences dating where I'm like, man, this girl is a psychopath, you know? But, um, yeah. So, um, it recently was raining, which I feel that we needed here in California. So, for those of you that don't know, I'm in the West Coast. I live, um, so I live between Orange County and LA County. You know, an area called Seal Beach area. So it's like the beginning of Orange County. So if I drive a little bit down, I'm talking about three streets. I'm in Long Beach, which is L.A. County. If I drive a few streets down, I'm in Huntington Beach, you know. So I'm between Orange County and L.A. County. And um, I'm blessed to live in Southern California. You know, it's good weather, good area. I've thought about relocating to the Bay Area and we'll see you know we'll see i'm not i'm not sure if i am to be honest with you guys you know i'm really not sure if i am but um you know it's an option So, um, for those of you that listen, I have a lot of, uh, fo- a lot of followers. I have quite a bit of followers. So shout out to you guys, man. I have like a good, it's getting up there, you know, I'm past like 60 people already. So for those of you that have, um, subscribed to this podcast, thank you. Um, I don't know who you are. Spotify doesn't tell me. So I have no idea who you, who you guys are. It just tells me how many followers or how many people follow my podcast so 
shout out to you guys um i don't know who you guys are <clears throat> but um if you guys you know ever want me to talk about something in particular you can find me on instagram alan q chronicles dm me tell me who you are tell me how this podcast um if you enjoy it how it, how it affects your life how you just you know why you listen to it or what and um i appreciate any feedback man you know i do this for people that mainly who feel alone i do this for mainly for people who are interested in getting to know me on a personal level <clears throat> and i do this for anyone that may need someone to talk to so i always try to put myself out there because i know how it is to be suicidal i know how it is to be depressed i know how it is to go through dark times by yourself a lot of people may not know how it is because they have family they have relatives and they've never really been alone in my last episode i was talking about that you know taking a break from people for a few days or weeks is not the true definition of a, alone alone is no one no cats no dogs no family alone is coming to a an empty apartment every day that's alone and when you go through stuff alone you know in my opinion that changes you a hundred percent you know you become a little bit more heartless you become a little bit more cold you become a little bit more um discouraged you know so I made this podcast and it's been such a beautiful thing, such a one of the best things I've ever done is is do this podcast because the people that have reached out to me have been a variety of people. I've had people who have been suicidal, who've been very depressed, who um, who just needed someone to talk to. I've had people who just wanted to get to know me. Because they follow my Instagram and they always been curious of who I am. And I've had friends and coworkers who who didn't know me on a level like this. You know, I've had a few coworkers reach out to me just because they felt depressed, you know, and I never knew. And I mentioned this in a, in an episode that I had a coworker who committed suicide. So you know, if I could prevent any friend, any coworker, any stranger from taking their own life with this podcast, then it's worth it. You know, because imagine if I were to die, I mean, knock on wood, today, tomorrow, next week, whatever. This would be something I would leave behind for people to listen to. <clears throat> for people to get to know me, I guess. How I was, what I was about, you know. And um, I've already expressed the kind of pain I've endured at work and the people who've caused that pain. And besides that, I really don't have enemies besides those people at work, you know. And... Um, I'm not out here trying to fuck with people. I'm not out here trying to make enemies. But I'm also not out here trying to be disrespected and for me to just put my head down. 
You know, I don't have a victim mentality. If you disrespect me, then you got to prepare for some consequences. You know, because I'm a firm believer that if you let people step on you once, they're going to step on you again. And if they step on you again, before you know it, they're no longer stepping on you. They're stomping on you. So I'm a firm believer in stopping things at the door. And that's what I try to do in life. That's what I try to do at work. That's what I try to do with any relationship I have, you know, um, even dating. You know, if a girl's disrespectful, cocky, arrogant, hey, I'm not the guy for you. I wish you the best. I think you're very disrespectful. I can see why you're single at 34 years old. All you have to offer is your body. You work out every day. Good for you. But you, I don't care how much you work out. I don't care how beautiful you may look. When you're ugly inside, hey, that's not worth it to me. When you treat people ugly and you feel like you're the queen of England and you don't got to respond when someone is talking to you, hey, you can keep that over there. And I'm pretty sure a fuckboy that has a lot of game who probably is a player is going to know how to finesse you like that. It's going to probably tolerate that. But you know why he's going to tolerate that? Because he's talking to like nine different women. That's why. So he won't take it like I take it. You know, men like me, they, they're like one women guy. They talk to one girl and they focus on them. So if I'm a guy who's like a player, which I used to be at a younger age after I broke up with my girl. It doesn't affect us when you're talking to like nine women at the same time. It's not that serious because you're not that serious. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm sure those are the kind of guys that you may be attracted to. You know, oh, he didn't get offended. I rejected. I ignored him seven times. He's still on me. Well, no shit. You know, he didn't really pay that much mind to it. He has other girls to talk to. So that's my opinion on dating. You know, I have a lot I had a lot of guy friends that were players and we're not friends anymore because I'm a firm believer of birds of a feather flock together, you know. In Spanish they say dime con quien te juntas, te diré quién eres. Excuse me. So although I had a fun time with the these guy friends that were players I just couldn't keep kicking it with them anymore because I didn't want people to think I was like them you know so yeah that's the way it is that's the way it is dating in 2023 you know crazy crazy but guys, I know for a fact that I'm going to have to get someone on here and I'm going to have random people talk about what they've been through in life, dark times in life, just share with us like how they got through tough times and just tell us a little bit about them. And once I start getting people on here, maybe start a YouTube channel and it's going to start popping. Watch. 
little by little it's gonna start popping give me one second guys Drinking a good drink, that's all I got to say. <clears throat> Crazy, man. Sorry, guys, I'm just vibing, vibing to this music, vibing to myself. I'm all about energy, so I'm bobbing my head to this. <clears throat> so shout out to um, all my friends listening, coworkers. Hey man, shout out to you guys. Anyone that genuinely cares about my well-being, has my back. I don't think you will ever know the gratitude I have for you guys, you know, and for anyone who genuinely has my back and defends me when I'm not around or defends my name when I'm not in the room, man, people like that are people that I love, you know, people like that are people that I, I go to war for, you know, and shout out to you if you're listening or if you're anyone like that for me or you've been like that for me, you know, I have mad love for you because that's the way I am for my friends. Carlito. I love this part. You know, I'm not going to lie. Every time I listen to music like this, like I think about the Bay Area. So I have a few friends in the Bay Area, San Francisco, um, San Jose, San Mateo, Palo Alto. And, uh, man, I've had some good, good times out there, man. One of them was a New Year's Eve party. And if you know me, you know, I always got to have New Year's Eve off. You know, I don't mind working Christmas at the hospital. I don't mind working Thanksgiving at the hospital simply because I don't have any family. So I always volunteer Christmas or, or Thanksgiving. But New Year's Eve, I don't volunteer because I love going out. I love getting turned up. I love, you know, cheering with friends and just showing gratitude for another year, you know, making it to another year. And um, I remember a few years ago, I went to San Mateo. It's a city right before San Francisco. <clears throat> and they were having a big, big, big celebration at a hotel. You know, different rooms, different Spanish rooms and Latin rooms, hip hop rooms. And man, I had, I was dating someone at the time and I went to meet her up there. But the crazy thing was that I had just finished a graveyard shift from 6 p.m. to 7 a.m. At the hospital. So I was dead. Tired. 
and I'm a respiratory therapist at a hospital. So I got home. I must have slept like from 9 a.m. to like 1 p.m. You know, like just four hours. And my flight was at 2.33, like 3.30. So I take the flight, get to my hotel around like 5. I got in a suit, meet up my date. And we went to this, it was like a ball. You had to have like a, um, a formal attire. And man, when I tell you that was one of the best New Year's I've ever had in my life. That was one of the best New Year's I ever had in my life. You know, we were dancing all night. It was all about good vibes. Um, they had a hip hop room that they were playing stuff like this. They're playing salsa, cumbia. They had a Colombian room. They had a Puerto Rican room, Dominican room. They had like different cultures. Crazy. But um, listening to this takes me back to the hip hop room, you know. So I wonder, I wonder what's what's gonna happen these next few months in my life because. I'm struggling with my health. I'm struggling with helping my mom. I'm struggling with accepting that my grandmother's dying. I'm struggling with a lot of things. I'm struggling with, with work, um, politics, and, and, and people at work who are just very um, negative in my life, who are just very draining. And draining is not even the word, who are just very toxic, you know, just toxic human beings that I don't want anything to do with. But unfortunately, I need to work with these people. So we'll see what happens, you know, we'll see what happens um, these next few months, you know. So you guys may not know who this is, or you may, but this is The Roots. And if you know me, The Roots is one of my favorite um, hip-hop groups, and um... You just can't beat this. Check it, check it. Good memories with that song. So um, I used to have a friend named Reason. He was a graffiti artist, MC. His, na- his real name's Omar, but we called him Reason. And um, we used to sit in my car and play instrumentals. And we used to freestyle. I'm talking about for hours. Um, he lived in Norwalk. He was a good friend to me. And... Um, he passed away he had some kind of heart attack and um he passed away i think he was only 24 i'm not sure somewhere around there and um it was devastating for me it was devastating for me at that time that he passed away we were hanging out every other day you know how you have like friendships where you have peak like peaks out in your friendship different friendships have a certain peak where you're the closest, you know? And me and Reason were the closest at the time that he passed away. We used to sit in the car 
and we used to just freestyle. I'm talking about like hours. <clears throat> One vivid memory that I got though is um, me and Reason freestyling. So we were going to a party in LA and um, East LA actually. We got there maybe around 9 or 10. And back then I used to smoke weed. I don't smoke anymore, but we were smoking in the car freestyling. We were rapping and we were battling. We we're just challenging each other. It was crazy. Long story short, it's no longer 10. It's 1 in the morning. And we were just so faded. We were like, oh my God, bro. Are you kidding me? We got out. We went to the party. The party was like people were leaving already. But I think that's how it is when you're around a good friend. You know, when you're around a good friend, time flies. When you're having fun, time flies. And it's true what they say, man. You know, when you're having fun, time flies. Like, I've experienced it so many times in my life. Where I'm with someone that I enjoy. I'm with someone that I love. I'm with someone that I respect and I just like to be around. Chilling with them five hours truly felt like five minutes. So shout out to all the people out there, all our friends out there that make us feel that way. Because those people are a blessing. The people that are there in our darkest moments or darkest times. That simply just listen. Give us a hug whatever those people are golden those people are gold so shout out to all those people man because you know those people are the people that not only do I appreciate but that that I respect you know that I cherish so <clears throat> yeah so this background track this is a Talib Kweli and if you know hip hop you know Talib this is a one of the most well known underground rappers when it comes to hip hop the sad thing is that I don't think he ever got the the, the credit he deserved but you know this is on his on his album um, Reflection Eternal. Damn, you know what? This episode went a little longer than I thought. Let me get another drink. Hold on, guys. been a crazy summer to say the least you know it's 
been a real crazy summer. This is the old track. I'm just going down my Spotify list right now. So, um, you know, if you know me, you know that I like underground hip-hop. I'm very into music, jazz, classical, rock, reggaeton, instrumentals, R&B. together, belly to belly, together. So this is most deaf. Um... You know, most stuff changed over the years. You know, I'm not a big fan like I used to be, but his old stuff is just classic. But um, to anyone listening, you know, DM me on Instagram. Let me know what you think about this or leave some feedback on Spotify. And let me know if you want me to talk about something, if you want to know my opinion on something. I had a few DMs telling me to talk about the dating scene. Those are my two cents. A lot of people play each other. A lot of people are too cocky. A lot of people are gold diggers. What can you do for me? No one's really trying to have the answer. I can love you. No one gives a fuck about that, you know? But what if someone really could love you, you know, in a healthy way? Would that even matter to you? Probably not. You know, that's the generation we're in. So. So um, I'm going to let you guys go with that. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Just another episode for you guys to resonate with. Um, and that's it. You know, it's getting late. It's like one in the morning. I hope you guys enjoyed this. And um, thank you for your support. And no matter what you're going through, keep your head up. And you could always reach out to me if you need someone to talk to. Or just someone to listen. Alright guys. Keep your head up. Peace.